The Popcorn and Books podcast is brought to you by BuildAKidsLibrary.org, a nonprofit organization that brings the community together to put books in the hands of kids. Because the lack of books in the homes is a huge issue in families living in poverty, books are a luxury that many do not have. Our goal is to help fight the literacy problem that some kids face and to be there for kids who need someone to read with. The Build A Kids Library Program is where we send books to kids ages 5 to 10 in Detroit, Michigan and its surrounding areas once a month to grow their home library. We support kids all over in their literacy journey by helping them enjoy reading through read-aloud events, subscription boxes, community engagements, and book mail giveaways. If you want to receive free books, then go to my website, www.buildakidslibrary.org, to sign up now. Hey guys, it's me, Carter, and today we will be reading Selfie Washington, Lemonade Day, by Tanya Duncan Ellis. This is the 12th book in the Selfie Washington series. I will be reading this book on my YouTube channel, so stay tuned. Chapter 15, Principal's Office. Cole and I can go to the office with you, I tell Carly, as the five of us walk back inside the school from the playground. Mom just texts that she's running a few minutes late. Thanks, Carly answers. I was nervous about asking Mrs. Jenkins if we can bring animals from the shelter to Lemonade Day myself. I'll come too, adds Nathan. The more the merrier. If nobody adopts Lady, I wish I could take her, says Chloe. I saw the cutest doggy sweater at the mall that I'd love to dress her in. Make sure you bring her to Lemonade Day, Carly. If we're able to have animals at our booth, I want to show her to my parents. If you end up with that dog, it'll probably have its nails painted and go to the doggy spa. He seizes Nathan. You know it, Chloe says and does a fashion pose. Without the usual crowd of kids gathering around lockers, our voices echo as we move down the hallway. To my left, Chloe slides his sneakers on the towel, making an irritating squeak. Will you stop doing that? I complain. Sorry, he answers. When we make it to the front of the school, Chloe turns to go out the carpool lane. See ya. She hoists her backpack higher before she steps outside. Nathan hits his head on his forehead. I forgot my radar gun in the science lab. I'm going to take some velocity readings of the speed of the bowling balls at Fun Plex tonight. Better go get it. He really is like an absent-minded professor, Carly says after he rushes off. I know, right? I answer with a laugh. At the principal's office, there's a floor-length glass window. You can see everything inside before you enter. Mrs. Jenkins, the school secretary, sits at the light brown wooden desk that as long as a school bus. Behind her on the wall is a banner with the fancy giant letter X that represents Xavier Academy, blocked from view by the metal beam stand two boys. What if they don't let us bring the animals? Carly wrings her hands. I'm scared to ask. I want the dogs to get good home so badly. Seeing those cute furry faces in person would probably make more people want to adopt them, I admit. But if the school says no to the animals being there, we can still pass out pictures of them. And no matter what happens, we're giving the shelter money. 
That could definitely be a good help. Can we bring Bertram to Lemonade Day too? asked Cole. He'll be lonely at home by himself. He's home alone any other time, I answered. Why would this Saturday be any different? He might smell other dogs on us when we get back and feel bad, Cole replies. It doesn't make any difference to me, I shrug my shoulders. Ask Mom and Dad when we get home. I turn the metal knob and the fr- and on the front office door, push it open, and hold it for my brother and Carly to step in. At the end of the counter, I notice a boy that we didn't see when we were outside. I get a fluttery feeling in my stomach when I recognize it's Toby. Hey, chap! Finish talking to Miss Jenkins, Toby turns around and flashes his dimples at me and Cole. I smooth my hands over my braids. That was some catch you made earlier, he grins down at my little brother. I'm going to practice my kicking so you don't get me next time. Thanks, man. Cole grins like he just got an autograph from his favorite NBA player. What are you guys doing in the principal's office? Toby asks. I know Xavier's spelling bee queen isn't in trouble. No, we're here to ask about having pets at our lemonade day stand. I look over at Miss Jenkins, who just answered the phone. The shelter is allowing us to bring them, but we need to get approval from the school to have animals at the event. That's the thing you invited me to do, isn't it? asked Toby. Too bad we have our playoff game then. That would have been fun. It would have, I answered. We had a hard time getting five people. Chloe and I came up with the idea to do Lemonade Day, and my parents had us add Cole. I was sad when you couldn't be on our team. We were lucky to get Carly in. Toby glances over my shoulder and smiles. I'll bet that was slim pickings from team members after that. Yeah, we were happy to get anyone, I answered. Eyes wide, Carly clears her throat and points behind me and I turn around. Hi, Nathan. Chapter 16, Busted. I thought you came back to see if you guys were still here. Nathan's face was red. We were waiting for Mrs. Jenkins to finish up, I say. My hands feel clammy and my heart is beating fast. Did you hear what I just said? I stare at a wet, white and blue banner on this wall that reads, Xavier Rockets, reach for the stars. Well, I need a head to practice. Toby pats Cole's afro before moving up to the door. See you later. Hi, Bradyac. What's up? He nods to Nathan standing near a glass entrance. While we wait to speak to the receptionist, Cole makes up jokes. What do you give a sick lemon? He asks asks Nathan. Lemonade. Get it? Lemon. Aid. Man, you're too much. Nathan shakes his head. You know it was funny. Cole slaps him on the back. I look over at Nathan while we wait. He avoids eye contact. I wonder which dog shall we bring if they allow it, says Carly. Fuzzy loves to be outside. "Uh Uh-huh, I answer, nervously tapping my foot. I peek at Nathan out of the corner of my eye, but he ignores me. After what feels like forever, Mrs. Jenkins finally gets off the phone. She peers at us over the counter. How may I help you? Uh, we have a question about Lemonade Day. Carly rocks on her heels. 
Sign-ups for that ended a couple weeks ago, Miss Jenkins erupted. The event is in two days. The school has me in charge of everything, and it's quite the undertaking. Frozen like a squirrel in front of a moving bike, Carly doesn't speak. I step forward. We already have a team signed up, remember? We're here to ask if we can include a part of our charity at our booth. What do you mean by that? Mrs. Jenkins puts her hand on the counter. We want to bring dogs, blurts Cole. Dogs? Well, that's highly unusual, the secretary raises her eyebrow. Our charity is the Woodbridge Animal Shelter, Carly speaks up and starts talking fast. We're raising money to donate to the operations fund, and we thought it would be neat to bring two or three of the animals to our booth. That way, people can see how they are helping now by buying our lemonade, and maybe after seeing them in person, some might adopt one of the animals. If they don't get home soon, they may have to be put to sleep. We can put, we can keep the dogs in clothes or on leashes near our booth so they won't bother anyone. Miss Jenkins puts her hand on her chin while she thinks. I see. The dogs from the shelter are all very well behaved, Carla continues. I work with them for the past few months. I can guarantee they won't cause any trouble. That's a lofty promise, young lady, answers Mrs. Jenkins. I'm a pet owner myself, and I don't think anyone can guarantee a dog's behavior. But I can see how much you care for the animals. It's admirable that you're doing to find them good homes. Many of our Lemonade Day participants just sign on and make money for themselves. Actually, I'm thinking about giving all my money to the shelter, adds Carly. I get an allowance from my parents to buy things that I want, and the animals need so much. You sold me on that idea. Miss Jenkins claps her hands. Your team may bring three dogs from the shelter to Lemonade Day, but you must promise to keep them contained or unleashed at your booth, as suggested. I'll put them as permission slip form for you and your mentor to sign, agreeing that you'll be fully responsible for the dogs and anything they do. Pick it up here at the office by tomorrow afternoon and have your mentor return it in when you set up at Lemonade Day. Thank you so much, Miss Jenkins. Carly pumps her fist in the air. The four of us leave the office, and Nathan high-fives Carly as soon as we step out the door. Dang, girl, you don't become a veterinarian. You might be a lawyer one day, he compliments her. Sophie talked, too. It wasn't just me, she says with a blush. You were the one who convinced Miss Jenkins to let us bring the dogs, Nathan insists. Great job, Carly, parrots Cole. Though what the boys are saying is true, I feel like a huge burrito is in my stomach. Carly could barely speak when Mrs. Jenkins first started listening to us. I got the conversation going. Wait a minute, says Carly. With all the excitement of asking about the animals, I forgot to make copies of our flyers. Here's the folder with all the pictures, Cole handed to her. My cell phone buzzes, and I pull it out and took down the message. Mom's outside now, Cole, I say. We gotta get going. I'll help you, Carly, says Nathan. Afterward, we can hang a few of the flyers up around the school. Now everybody will see your awesome artwork. He looks down at Cole. I've had pictures up on the wall in my class before, Cole puffs out his chest. Good idea, Nathan. Thanks. 
Crowley says, smiling brightly. Chloe wanted to put some flyers up, too. I'll slip copies in her locker and in your locker, too, Sophie. See you guys later. Yeah, see ya, I answer, falling behind as my little brother skips to the school entrance. See you, Cole, calls Nathan. Bye, Nathan, I say. He doesn't give me a backward glance. Chapter 17 Finishing Touches By Friday afternoon, we all have our marketing in place. Carly, Nathan, and I take flyers all around the school this morning. Chloe checks off items on our to-do list on the ride to my house after school. My mom and I iron designs on t-shirts for all of us using some extra shirts that I had left over at my house from during tie-dye. Did you bring the t-shirts with you? Carly leans over the car seat. I'll bet they're super cute. It better not be pink. Cole scrunches up his nose. You'll love it, assures Chloe. My backpack's in the trunk, so I'll pass the t-shirts out at Sophie's house. What you reading? Cole pulls Nathan's sleeve. He's had his nose in his science book the entire drive. I want to say something to him about yesterday, but I'm not sure how. Wow! Carly heads straight to the lemonade day stand as soon as we hop out of the SUV. The pictures you showed us of the lemonade stand look great, but it's even better in person. I can't believe you guys made this yourselves. Nathan rubs his hands across the smooth painted surface and the white and yellow drawings. After I finished drawing, drawing last weekend, Dad pulled a lemonade stand over to a side corner in the driveway. We kept Bertram in the backyard all week to keep it, to keep it safe. Want to see our t-shirts? Chloe unzips her backpack right after Mom pops the trunk. She pulls out a yellow shirt with a lemon design on it. Nice! Nathan holds his shirt over his chest. Let's take a picture, Chloe suggests. Say cheese, Mom instructs. We all lean in behind the stand. Can I get one more in case someone's eyes are closed? Hurry up, Mom! Cole hops on one foot. I gotta use the bathroom! You kids have done a wonderful job putting everything together, Mom says once we're inside. I'm sure your lemonade stand will be a success. We wash up, have a quick snack, and start working. An hour later, our last-minute prep is in full swing. Miss Gentry and Alexis come by, and they're with us in the kitchen. Can you get some lemons right out of the refrigerator, Cole? I rub my sticky fingers on my white apron. Here you go, sis. He opens the stainless steel door, reaches into the crisper, and throws me a couple. A cake-scented candle burns on the kitchen table, and there's a stack of green and light blue file folders beside it. Mom and Miss Gently sip coffee while she puts the finishing touches on Miss Gently's business plan. The bang has got to accept this, Miss Gently smiles as she flips through the thick, typed-up report. I believe we got everything covered, Mom nods her head in agreement. Your business plan is reasonable, and your product is fantastic. Our appointment with the banker to see if they'll give you loan is this Wednesday. You Washingtons are a true family of entrepreneurs, Miss Gently turns to Mom. You're a business consultant, and your husband owns a dental place, and your kids have their own lemonade stand. 
I'm a preneur too, Alexis pipes up. I want to help. She stands on tiptoes by me at the stove while I sit in cups of stirring cups of sugar and boiling water to make the lemonade syrup. Chloe and Nathan cut strawberries to freeze for our berry special recipe. On the opposite counter, Carly mixes flour, butter, sugar, spices, and chocolate chips for the cookies. While we work, Cole hands out ingredients for, and videotapes us with my cell phone. How many strawberries have you cut? He asks Nathan. It feels like infinity and beyond, he answers with a laugh. He's still barely spoken to me. Maybe I'll apologize before he goes home. Let me interview you, Lexi. Cole gestures to the smaller girl with his index finger. Be careful, I warn my little brother. You better not drop my phone. Pour, I'll pour some of the cool-down syrup into a drink dispenser and squeeze in fresh lemon juice. We'll keep all the lemonade in the refrigerator overnight so it'll be extra cold tomorrow. That's cool that your next-door neighbor donated lemons for her lemon tree, Chloe. I slice another piece of the circ the searches fruit. Not having to buy lemons cut our spending budget in half. Nathan speaks to me for the first time since yesterday. If we have as many people visiting our booth as we expect, we'll have plenty to donate to the shelter and have money left over. Chloe sets down the strawberry she's holding on a cutting board and joins me. Cole and Alexis by the kitchen island. Hey, I have a great idea to tell more people of our lemonade stand. Chapter 18. Viral Video Record us, Cole. Chloe's dance in front of Alexis with her hands up. Come on, Lexi. Let's play lemonade. Chloe starts the hand clap game we taught Alexis a couple weeks ago, and she joins in. Lemonade. Clap, clap, clap. Crunchy eyes. Clap, clap, clap. Sip it once. Clap, clap, clap. Sip it twice. Clap, clap, clap. Lemonade. Crunchy eyes. Sip it once, sip it twice, turn around, touch the ground, kick your partner out of town, freeze! Watch out, Sophie, Chloe yells. Whoa, I accidentally kicked a ginormous cardboard box off the coffee table before freezing into it. Chloe hops out of her freeze pose and looks into the camera. Come see us at Xavier Academy's Lemonade Day event for some refreshing lemonade, snacks, and plenty of fun. Some of our profits will go to help dogs and cats at Woodbridge Animal Shelter. Hope you join us tomorrow at Booth 10. Cole stops recording, and I rush around the kitchen to watch the video. That's so cute, Car says Carly. Great idea, Nathan agrees. Look at me, Mama. Alexis points at the phone, and then bounces up and down. I'm posting this to my social media account. Chloe hits the send button. Wait a minute. Mom holds up her hand like a stop sign. Did you get Miss Gentry's permission to put Alexis on the internet? It's fine, Miss Gentry answers. I think it's wonderful that the kids are using technology to support a good cause. We already have 20 likes, Chloe exclaims five minutes later. Little Lexi is going viral. I look at the numbers and laugh. Hmm. Mom cradles her face with her fingers. 
I didn't include internet ads to Miss Gently's business plan, but maybe we should make some videos to post on social media too. It smells wonderful in here. Dad walks through the back door. Like a full-on bakery. He leans over the counter where Carly stands with the rolling pin and with the cookie dough. Don't get too excited, because all of these treats are for lemonade day. Ma walks over and kisses his cheek. We're having pizza for dinner tonight. Yumbo! Can we eat with the big kids, Mommy? Alexis skips over to Miss Gently. We're heading home, sweet pea. But yes, we can order pizza at our house tonight, too. Thanks again for all the hard work on my business plan. She turns to Ma. And good luck at Lemonade Day tomorrow, kids. Alexis and I will be by to sample some of your treats. We finish up our prep work around 6 o'clock. The pizza's mom ordered a ride just a few minutes later. It's good she bought three boxes, because we're all starved. Slow down, son. Dad warns as Cole shoves a third extra slice in his mouth. Sorry, but it's so good. Cole flutters his eyelashes like he's in heaven, making everyone laugh. See you guys at the school at 10 a.m. sharp. I walk Chloe and Carly to the door an hour later. And make sure you wear your t-shirts, Chloe reminds us, as her dad's gray seedon pulls into the driveway. Okay, see ya, I wave when they walk outside. I can't wait for lemonade day. Can you? I turn to Nathan once the girls are gone. Cole is outside feeding Bertram, and my parents are cleaning up in the kitchen. Everything so far has been a lot of fun, he says quietly. We have the best team, I answer. You think so? He tosses his head. Yeah, I do. I wring my hands. Look, I don't know if you heard another conversation with Toby the other day, but... A horn honks outside, and Nathan turns around. My dad just pulled up. I better go. Wait, Nathan, about the other day. I touch his shoulder. Don't worry about it, he answers. I know you wanted Toby to be on the team. I don't know why I said what I did. I stared down on my feet. I didn't mean any of that. I want you to be in our group. You got a really great way of showing it, he glares. You know, I felt really bad when I forgot about my science project and almost couldn't be on the team. And I went through some changes to move the date of my experience so I could help you guys. But that's okay. Lemonade, lemonade day is over tomorrow. You can spend the rest of your time with Toby. That's not what I want to do, Nathan. I bite my lip. You're my friend, too, and I'm happy to spend time with you. All right, sure. He shrugs his hand off his shoulder. I gotta go. See you in the morning. He strides down the pathway and hops in his dad's car without looking back. As we get ready for bed, coal's bouncing around like it's Christmas Eve, but I feel like I've found a lump of coal in my stocking. No way did I want things to end up like this with Nathan. I hope things go well tomorrow, I say to Goldie before turning off my nightlight and climbing under my blanket. I toss and turn as I try to fall asleep. Chapter 19. Tummy Trouble My stomach hurts. Cole stands over my bed holding his belly. Go back to bed, I grumble pulling the covers over my head. I mean it. He shakes my shoulders. I don't feel so good. You can't be sick. 
It's lemonade day. I snuggle deeper into my quill. In my dream, I'm sitting under a sweet-smelling lemon tree, sipping a tall glass of Granny Washington's berry special. Bertram's loud whining wakes me back up. What time is it? I mumble. Besides the glow from my nightlight, it's, it's black. Why didn't you go to Mom and Dad's room? The hall light is off. It hurts. Cole grows again, sounding like an old man. I'm going to throw up. I feel like I've been squirting in the face with a water gun and sit up. Not my bed! I cried. Come on, let's go to the bathroom. I kick my heavy quilt off my head, fell to the floor, and yank Cole's hand. We make it halfway down the hallway before Cole bends over and hurls. Ew! This is so gross! Vomit with white chunks and it flows out of his mouth like water from a faucet into the shiny wooden floor. Cole slides it to his knees when he's done. Get up! Turning my head to the side so I won't breathe in the stink. I help my brother to his feet. Bertram barks and Dad opens his bedroom door and flicks on the hallway light. What are you kids doing out here? He rubs his eyes. It's 3 a.m. Cole got sick. I point at the mess. Oh my goodness! Mom sticks her head out of the room. It must have been the pizza. My brother's stomach has to be completely empty because enough came out to fill a saucepan. I'm sorry I made a mess, Mommy. Cole wraps his arms around me tighter to keep from falling down. It's all right, sweetie, she answers, moving closer to us. Let's get you washed up and get back to bed. Dad rushes past me on his way downstairs to fetch a bucket and some liquid cleaner. Mom guides Cole out of my arms and moves him to the bathroom for a bath. Bring some clean pajamas and underwear from your brother's room, she calls to me. Bertram falls like a bodyguard while I walk into Cole's room. Oof! I almost trip over a toy lightsaber to get to, get to his chest of drawers and pull out his favorite Black Panther PJs. Thanks, dear. Mom takes the clean clothes from my hands and passes them to Cole. Wrapped up in a fluffy white bathrobe, he looks like he's not in pain anymore. Within 30 minutes, the floor smells like pine cleaner, and we're all back in bed. Cole could barely hold his eyelids open by the time Mom helped him into his pajamas, but he seems to be feeling better. I'm happy that Bertram lays down nearby to keep a watch over him. Get some rest, Sophie. Dad pats my back before he tucks in Cole's cover. Satisfied that everything's okay, I pat down to my room, flop into bed, and burrow back under my covers. When I wake up at daylight, I forgot about what happened to Cole for a second. Then I panic. What time is it? I glance at the clock on my nightstand. It's almost nine o'clock. We had planned to get up extra early today to eat a big breakfast and load everything in the car, and I'll spill bacon and eggs cooking, and usually Bertrand would have been in my bedroom by now. My chest tight, I go to use the bathroom and see what's up. Cole's door is closed, and when I look in his room, he's in the bed snoring. Bertram is nowhere to be found. Mom, Dad, we gotta get going. I rush down the staircase. We're gonna be waiting for lemonade day. Hold your horses, young lady. My father stops me as I stumble into the kitchen. Everything's all right. I just finished loading up the supplies in the truck, and I was just getting ready to wake you up. 
What are we eating for breakfast? I look around the spotless kitchen. Where's mom? Cole still seems weak from getting sick last night, so your mother's going to stay home with him. Dad answers. She went to get some donuts for breakfast at the, st- at the shop down the street since we woke up late. I'll help your group at uh, Lemonade Day. But, 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 but mom's our mentor, I cry. She's supposed to be there to make sure we're doing things the right way. I know a little bit about business, too. Dad puts his hands on my shoulders. And from what I've seen, you kids have done a fantastic job getting things organized. I'll be there with you early on. And if Cole feels better in the afternoon, Mom can bring him over to join us. I ball my hands into fists. It's not fair, I hunch over. I'm so tired of Mom putting Cole first. They might come later, Dad sues. Let's see how he feels in a couple of hours. Now I need you to get dressed so he won't be late to meet the team. Chapter 20, Booth 10. Sophie, over here! Chloe flags me down after we pull into the school parking lot and step out. Since most of the paved area is blocked off for lemonade stands, Dad parks his SUV in the gravel. My bestie reminds me of Sunshine and her yellow t-shirt with the lemon cover and barrelette in her hair. Hey, guys! Carly runs up to us. Hi, Chloe waves. Did you just see the views on the Lemonade Day video? Wow! One thousand! Carly exclaims. With all the lemonade stands in place, it feels like a carnival in Xavier's parking lot. Pop music plays from speakers, and rainbow-colored balloons float above the school of Marquis. There are bouncy houses and a small petting zoo with sheep and goats on the soccer field. A person in a costume that looks like a giant pitcher of lemonade leans a line dance. Miss Jenkins and parent volunteers rush around with clipboards telling kids where to set up. In the parking lot, half the lemonade day teams decorate card tables with festive tablecloths and banners on them. But the other four teams will have full build-out lemon stands like ours. Can you girls carry these? Dad pulls drink dispensers and a bag filled with cookies and napkins from the trunk. I'll bring the lemon stand over, he says, while we fill our hands with supplies. Our feet crunch on the gravel as we make our as we make our way across the parking lot to space number 10. Holding my bag tightly, I'm careful not to crush any of the cookies inside. Check that out. Chloe nods at her lemonade stand directly across from our area. That's painted teal blue. The group's charity is a woman's hospital and pink pacifiers and baby rattles decorate their awning. The stand next to that one has a Hawaiian theme with the grass skirt around the bottom. The team members wear Hawaiian shirts that have colorful leaves wrapped around their neck. Where's your mom and Cole? Chloe looks around. Cole got sick from eating too much pizza and threw up, I explained. He was still in bed when we left, but they might be able to make it later. What a bummer, says Chloe. I know he hates to miss all that fun. My face burns when I think about Mom sitting home with Cole, feeding him soup instead of being our mentor like she promised. Anyone talk to Nathan? Carly looks around. I haven't seen him either. I hope the pizza didn't make him sick too. I set down my bag. What if he doesn't show up? 
Yeah, we really need his help, says Carly. Plus, he's doing our business plan. That's a big part of the judging. Without him, Lemonade Day might be a disaster. Here comes Miss Vincent. She glances toward the parking lot. The pet center director walks toward my father with, with Lady Fuzzy and Maxine on leashes. Dad pulls our, fav our lemonade stand on a wheeled cart. This is fantastic, says Miss Vincent, when my father removes the protective sheet from the white painted stand. The kids did a wonderful job, Dad agrees. I'm really proud of them. Let's get everything set up to be ready for customers. I grab a basket filled with lemons to put on a front shelf. Chloe and Carly set out cookies, hand sanitizer, and our chalkboard signed with prices. Dad brings our coolers filled with the drinks, and we set napkins, plastic cups, and straws on one of the back shelves. Where should the animals be? said Miss Vincent. Here on the side will be fine, says Dad. Besides our stand, the director displays a poster board sign with the shelter's name and a phone number on it. She sets a stack of flyers with information on pet adoption on top of the lemonade stand. Hey, Poochie, Chloe scratches Lady on the head, and the chihuahua rubs its chin against her other hand. Excited to be out with the sunshine around all action, Fuzzy and Maxine wag their tails. By 10.30, our lemonade stand is ready for business. Nathan still hasn't shown up. I'm anxious as I look back at the parking lot again. Here comes Valentina, Chloe spots our friend. Weaving through the crowd, Valentina looks like a fairy princess in a lavender satin dress that floats below our knees. A group of other girls in identical outfits, one in a long purple gown, and some boys in tuxedos are on the soccer field. Hola, she greets us in Spanish. Your lemonade stand is fantastico. I definitely want to do this with you guys next year. And you look beautiful, Valentina. I admire her gown. Why are you so dressed up? It's my cousin's quincenaria today, remember? She answers. We're taking pictures this morning before the ceremony. Let's get a shot of us with you at our lemonade stand. Chloe pulls her cell phone out. Lean in, Carly. Photobomb! Someone jumps out as Chloe presses the button. Get out of here, guys! Carly frowns at Toby and one of his friends from the basketball team. Toby poses like a muscle man behind us. You know your picture looks better with me in it, he winks and then laughs. I thought you guys couldn't come to Lemonade because of your playoff practice, I say. Coach canceled it, he answers. We're short a couple team members. Could you help us out? I ask. It's the weekend. I need to relax. He crosses his arms around his chest. I don't have the time to make a lemonade. But we need you, I beg. I thought you said you'd do all you could to help a friend. You know, we're cool, but my pops is picking me up in the hour, he shrugs. I want to have some fun before my game. Customers are coming. Chloe steps in when I put my hands on my hips. We need to get back to work. Come on, Jacob. Let's go to the soccer field. Toby grabs his friend's arm. We might come back to buy a drink from you ladies after we go to the bounce house. He gives us a peace sign. I bite my lip as they walk away. Some friend, some friend.
Thank goodness those two aren't our lemonade day team, says Chloe, as Toby and his buddy bounce off. They aren't dependable. It's starting to get hot, Valentina fans for Facebook on hand. I hope we can finish up soon with the Quantanaria pictures. We're waiting for one of the boys to get here. Same here, says Chloe. It's almost time to start, and Nathan still hasn't shown. My mom and my brother aren't probably coming either. I rub my toe on the ground. Mrs. Jenkins walks to the corner of the parking lot and waves her hands to get everyone's attention. Lemonade Day will officially begin in 10 minutes, she announces through a megaphone. Team members, please make sure you have your business plans out and ready for the judges. I chew my on my fingernail and look around. Where's Nathan? Chapter 21. To the rescue. There he is. That way. Chloe points out Nathan's reddish-brown hair and glasses in the crowd. Nathan and his dad roll over a large popcorn machine right behind a boy running in a black tuxedo. Looks like the rest of my group is here too, says Valentina. I better head back. Hope you sell gallons of lemonade. She waves at Nathan and speed walks toward the soccer field. Sorry I'm late. Nathan slides his hands in the jeans pockets. Once once he makes it to our booth, we're we had trouble loading up the popcorn machine. You're just in time. My dad comes over to help Mr. Jones set up. The Lemonade Day committee says the event is about to start. Do you have a business plan? Asks Chloe. Asks Chloe. Sure, here it is. He pulls a report held in a clear report cover in his duffel bag. Here's a strong box and change to make payments. That looks nice. I rub my hand over the cover of the report he's typed up. He must have taken a few hours to get this together. Thanks so much for all your hard work. I'm glad you're on our team, Nathan. You sure about that? He squints. I saw Toby leaving the booth. I wouldn't trade you for a bazillion of them, I shake my head. Actually, a bazillion is not a specific quantity, he scratches his head. You know what I mean, I punch his arm. Let's get some popcorn. Chloe grabs a bag of kernels we unloaded earlier. Show me what to do, Nathan. They fill, they fill the container with dried kernels and oil, and Nathan's dad turns it on. Within minutes, the air fills with the air fills with the buttery mixed with sweet smell of popcorn. Yay! They love, they have snacks and lemonade. Alexis and Mrs. Gentry stroll through our lemonade stand. Hey, Lexi. Chloe gives her a big smile. There are the girls from the Lemonade Day video. A boy around Cole's age and his father come up behind them and stare at Chloe and Alexis. You two are internet sensations, says Mrs. Gentry. I'd love to try some of this fab famous lemonade and some popcorn, too. I pour a cup of regular lemonade and fill a bag with fluffy kernels to pass it up. That'll be $3, says Carly. Can you add on a berry special? Miss Gentry pulls some extra bills out of her wallet. I want to sample that, too. Look at the doggies. Alexa squats to get a better view of Lady, who is inside a portable enclosure Miss Vincent bought. Arf, arf, the puppy wiggles its behind. She's my favorite, too. Chloe joins Alexis near the cage. 
The parking lot swells with Lemon Day Day supporters. Hundreds of people buy drinks or visit the petting zoo and bouncy house. Mrs. Jenkins and a Lemonade Day judge sip from small cups and take and take notes at the stand across from ours. When they make it to us, I'll be sure to give them the berry special. Almost didn't find your booth in this crowd, Mom pushes to my side. Hey, Cole, how you doing? Nathan waves at my brother. Much better now, Mom says with a grin. Mom made me eat an apple for breakfast. No more cheese for a while. Good idea, Dad rubs his shoulder. How are things going? Mom touches my shoulder. Fine. I move, I move, sideways to shrug her hand off. Is everything okay? She frowns as I move away. You kids did a great job putting the stand together. Even though I didn't have a mentor, I say under my breath. Sorry I'm late, sis. Cole steps up to me. How can I help? Let's pour some lemonade. I turn my back to my brother and pull him behind the lemonade stand. A line forms that winds toward the animals. People wave and talk to the dogs while they wait for their snacks and drinks. To keep things moving, Chloe fills the cups with ice, I pour drinks, and Carly takes the cash. How much, does mo- how much money does a skunk have? Cole entertains customers while he hands out filled cups. One cent. Boy, you aren't even funny. I pat him on the head. What are you talking about? He raises his eyebrow. That girl and her grandpa just left me a tip. You guys are working like a well-oiled machine. Mom tries to talk to me again from the sidelines. I pretend I don't hear her, but she gestures to Chloe to start pouring the drinks and pulls me to the side. Need anything else from Dad's car? I left the permission slip, so we had to return to Miss Jenkins in his glove department, so I need to head back that way. If it was something for Cole, you wouldn't have forgotten, I mutter. Don't be like that, Sophie. Mom bends down toward me. You know that's not true. Yes, it is. I hit my thigh with my hand. As usual, you put him first. But your brother was sick, Mom says, frowning. I had to stay home with him. Dad could have done it. I poke out my lip. He's a dentist. He knows how to take care of people. You always ignore me and do everything with Cole. You know you knew how important Lemonade Day was to me, and you didn't care. It's always about Cole. A few of the customers look as I raise my voice. Mom steps back. I'm sorry I made you feel that way, sweetie. Maybe I could have. Maybe I could have come to set up instead of sending your father. I guess I just think of your brother as the baby of the family. Well, he's not. I point as Cole does a spin dance while he's handing out cookies to customers. My mother blinks. You're right. I never meant to make you feel ignored. I'm so sorry, Sophie. How about we plan to do something together next weekend? Just the two of us. Maybe get our nails done and have lunch. Would you like that? Yes, I nod. Great. We'll decide the details when we get home. She grabs my hand. Come on. We need to get we need to attend you to business. My shoulders relax and I tighten my fingers with hers. When I make it back around to help at the lemonade stand, Valentina returns with four boys from her quinceanaria group. We'll take ten cups of lemonade and ten bags of popcorn. Whoa! That's twenty bucks! 
Cool counts out the total on his fingers. Thanks so much for helping us out. I high five her. Anything for my girls, and this stuff is good. Valentina gives the thumbs up sign as she hands over some bills. By the time Lemonade Day judges get to us, my heart pops in my chest like kernels from the popcorn machine. I wonder if she likes it, I whisper to Chloe while Mrs. Jenkins takes a large drink of the berry special. Refreshing, the secretary says, patting the sides of the, her mouth with a yellow napkin. And selling snacks was a great idea. This business plan is quite through. The other judge flips through the book Nathan put together. Your team has done a wonderful job planning your business and running it. Kudos to you and your mentor. What does kudos mean? whispers Alexis. I think good job, I answer. We're the, we're the last boot to be raided for the judging. So Miss Jenkins and her partner walk to another spare table to count the scores. We'll announce the winner shortly, she says. A half hour a half hour later, the crowd is thinned out in the parking lot. Many of the people have migrated to the bouncy house and penning zoo areas. Chloe, Carly, and Alexis play with the dogs while Miss Vincent talks with Miss Gentry and a couple of other people about pet adoption. I check to see how much lemonade we have in the cooler. The dispenser's almost empty. I look around to see if the judges are ready to announce the team scores. Let's see how much money we've made. Nathan pulls bills from the strong box. Over $400. Yay! We'll have plenty to pay you back, Mom, says Cole. About the money, Mom turns to us both. I feel like I may have been a little hard on you kids. We had Bertram in and out of the garage at the time, and I probably shouldn't have stored Miss Gentry's candle containers there. I decided only to make you pay back $50 for the replacement of Chloe's shoes. Thanks so much, Mom. I hug her. You're the best mother ever, Cole hugs from the other side. Hey, what about me? Don't I get a hug? Dad raises his hands in the air. I help you with the lemonade stand. You're the best dad in the world, too. I crush him in the group. Chapter 22, Spending Money Our first place overall winner this year's Lemonade Day is booth number five. Miss Jenkins finally announces the team with the Hawaiian theme stand jumps around and cheers. First place for best tasting lemonade goes for booth 10's very special recipe, says the other judge when the crowd dies down. This team also wins second place for the overall for Lemonade Stand decor and sign. Way to go, Sophie! Chloe bumps me with her hips. Nathan raises a cup filled with lemonade to me in the toast. I knew we can do it once you figure out the difference between sugar and salt, Cole jokes. This turned out to be a wonderful day, says Mom as we pack our remaining supplies. I'm so happy that Cole got over being sick. I smile as I grab a bag of leftover lemons. The extra rest did him good. Dad points at my little brother dancing with the Lemonade Day mascot. I wasn't expecting much when you signed up last the last minute. Miss Jenkins stops by our lemonade stand before going home. But you kids did an excellent job. Congratulations on an outstanding performance. 
Thanks for letting us sign up, Miss Jenkins, I answered. We had a lot of fun. Nathan does a final count of our money from the strong box and writes the total on his notebook. We earn over $500, Chloe points does a happy dance. That's $100 each, Chloe points at each of us to get the division right. Make that $80 each, says Nathan. Remember that we're going to give 20% of our earnings to the animal shelter? And we have to give $40 to the sponsor for paying the popcorn, berries, sugar, and other supplies we bought, I add. Yeah, and I forgot that. Make that $72 each, he says after doing some calculations in his head. I'm donating all my money to Woodbridge, says Carly. You're getting a whole lot of dog food, Cole peers at Fuzzy and Maxie tied up to a nearby post. Thinking my brother wants to play, Fuzzy jumps on his leg. Down, boy, my brother brushes him off. I don't want Bertram to smell you on me. He's my number one dog. Hey, where's that teeny one? Cole looks down for Lady. Don't tell me it got loose. Lady is coming with us. Alexis carries the dog on her shoulders in a messenger bag. So your daughter finally broke you down. Mom turns to Mrs. Gentry. She did. Mrs. Gentry last answers with a laugh. And Lady is so cute, she melted my heart too. All three of our sweeties have found new homes. Miss Vincent claps her hands happily. Two people are picking up Fuzzy and Maxie up on Monday. I show videos of the other pets on my electronic tablet throughout the event. And a few other folks have promised to visit the center to consider adopting them. This Lemonade Day event was phenomenal for us all. Luckily, Chloe says to Alexis, I wanted to adopt Lady. I still may get that doggy sweater as a housewoman gift for her when I go to the mall next weekend. Leave it to you when you get a dog in an outfit, teases Nathan. You probably clock her speed with your Raider gun. I hit his ribs lightly with my elbow. Seriously, thank you for being on our team and for being my friend. I had fun working with you guys too, says Nathan. Thanks. He and his dad take off, and we wait with Chloe and Carly until their parents come to pick them up. See you guys. See you on Monday, guys. I wave as they take off. See you, Sophie. I feel like dancing on the Lemonade Day mascot when we load the last of the things into Dad's SUV. We made more than enough money to pay back our debt to Mom and for my brother and I to be able to buy her a nice birthday gift. Plus, we had a lot of fun doing it. On the drive home, I think about all the ups and downs of the past two weeks and remember what Mom said in the garage. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. My friends and I made our own lemonade, and it was sweeter than Granny's Berry Special. The End I really enjoyed that book. I hope you did too. Again, my name is Carter, and I thank you for your time. Until next time, happy reading.